K-A-L-W. One of the most enduring storylines in sports is the rivalry. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. For four years, the NBA's best rivalry took place in the finals. One of the all-time great players... Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James with the rejection! ...took on one of the all-time great teams. Rebound tip, Iguodala on the follow! Count it, and a foul! Four times in a row. Green drives on James and finishes. The Golden State Warriors beat the Cleveland Cavaliers three out of those four. Kevin Durant way outside, delivers! But when LeBron James left for L.A., the Dubs needed a new rival. Turned out, a new one was already waiting for them. Harden trying to get free. Down to three, down to two, it's a three. Good! Good! He got it! James Harden up! The Houston Rockets have built a team explicitly to beat the Warriors. They're the most prolific three-point shooting team ever, led by the league's leading scorer, James Harden. Last season, they pushed Golden State to the edge, losing the deciding Game 7 at home. Now, in the most anticipated series of the NBA season, they're back to challenge the champs. But so far, the Warriors have been up to the task. And after defending Oracle Arena in the first two games, the fans may be starting to wonder, who's next? This is Bounce, the Warriors' last season in Oakland. Today we're going to hear how next year's move from Oakland to San Francisco will impact the team's most emotionally invested fans. Yeah, we belong to Oakland. That's why I hate to go to San Francisco. It hurts me so bad because I'm not going to go to not one time to go watch the game in Frisco. We'll have that local angle coming up. But first, let's go national. Just after the beginning of these NBA playoffs, the Golden State Warriors were showcased on the TV show 60 Minutes. They talked about their dynasty and the team's impending move to the brand-new billion-plus-dollar Chase Center in San Francisco. Team president Rick Welts walked reporter John Wertheim around the arena under construction. And he took him up to one of eight luxury suites. What's the price point on this? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. (laughs) It's two and a quarter million dollars per suite, per season. The average ticket price on the resale market is already the highest in the league for regular fans, and that cost has risen dramatically during the team's current run of success. Co-owners Peter Guber and Joe Lacob had their own interview in one of the Chase Center's boxes. They bought the Warriors for $450 million just under a decade ago. Now, according to Forbes magazine, the team is worth nearly eight times as much. Billions. And that's made it possible to pay for the private playground where they now stood. Every dollar. There's not one dollar of public money. And it makes him very nervous. He calls me all the time. I said, don't worry, we're going to get through it. I worry. Every minute. He's the warrior. Is that right? You're the, you're the warrior of the two? He's a warrior. He's the warrior. I'm a warrior. I'm the warrior. He's the warrior. <laughs> the Golden State Warrior. Like Golden that. State Warriors. <laughs> they seem pretty giddy about the prospect of opening the new arena in San Francisco. But when Wertheim asked player Clay Thompson about leaving Oakland, there was a different sentiment. Oakland uh, has been great to us. I mean, you saw it during the parades, million plus people. It's only a city of about 500,000. So to people to pour into the city and support us means so much. Just to be a light in this city as well. I mean, I know it's had some rough times, but to give people hope, like we've been doing in Oakland for the last 40 years, how long we've been here, it's, uh, of course, going to be sentimental. 
Stephen Curry put it a little differently. Just, that's the that's situation. We know it doesn't matter. We win or lose, we're leaving, so we might as well go ahead and get this. James, we'll go, go out on up. Get this win. They're leaving. And that brings us to the fans they're leaving behind, like Lloyd Cannamore. If you're a commuter in West Oakland, you've probably driven by his house. It's just off San Pablo Avenue next to a 580 on-ramp. You can't miss it. Painted blue with gold trim, Golden State Warriors flags draped over the porch. There's even a picture of Stephen Curry and his family framed in the window. Lloyd's house is the unofficial Warriors house of Oakland. Marco Sila Gonzalez went there. The term fan is derived from fanatic, a person filled with an obsessive and single-minded zeal for an activity. Many folks in the Bay Area consider themselves Warriors fans, especially when the team is winning back-to-back championships. But I'm going to tell you about someone who may be the Warriors' biggest fan, so much so that his life depends on it. Are you Warriors fans? Yeah, because we die hard Warriors fans. Lloyd Cannamore is serious. He's dressed head-to-toe in Warriors gear, and it's not just because I'm here to interview him. That's just what he wears. Plus, he's got two humongous championship rings on each hand. You wear at least two at I mean, all yeah, times? Yeah, I wear two all the time, but sometimes when I get fly, I'll, I'll put two more on, though. If the world is the arena, Lloyd says his house is the locker room. So, look, uh, I come outside, I want to put, I come, uh, I come out the Warrior locker room. Hey, come the Warrior, man. Everybody see, I'm the number one Warrior. Come out the house, Warrior's my heart. So I got to have like that, too, because it's in me. I believe blue and gold. Let me tell you how Lloyd's connection to the team and the stadium goes deeper than most. When he was in high school in the late 70s, Lloyd took work as a snack vendor at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum Arena for Warriors home games. Well, I used to be loud. Get your hot dogs here, hot dog. Get your hot dogs here. Get your hot dogs here. I used to be loud. Lloyd often has a stutter, but it wasn't a problem when he was on the job. Get your peanuts. Hey, everybody, get your peanuts. Get your peanuts here. I'm so loud. And loud, everybody come to me. I'm loud and happy. <laughs> and I made money fast then. Yeah. But I was strong and healthy. He says the arena was another home. He practically felt like part of the team. Lloyd happily shows me an old photo of himself with Sonny Parker, a wing who was the Warriors' first round pick in 1976. That's Sonny Parker. Sonny Parker. Sonny Parker. Yeah, I owned some Coca Cola, so I was just starting. I was 17 years old. The years passed. Players came and went, but Lloyd stayed loyal. They got to call me Hardaway. It was, was that Hardaway? Was that Hardaway? Cause we get, I get drinking tequila, and, they, and, and I, I be playing tough and strong, playing Domino talk tough. Was that Hardaway? Was that Hardaway? You know, I did. They call me Tim Hardaway too back in the days. As Lloyd's connection with the team grew deeper, his family life got a lot more complicated. In 1997, his 14-year-old son, Lloyd Jr., died of cancer. A few months later, one of Lloyd's brothers passed away with the AIDS virus. Just a few years ago, two of his remaining brothers died, one right after the other. A friend saw he was hurting, and he wanted to help. So he offered to paint Lloyd's house for free. He said, man, how can you take two deaths back to back? He said, son, do you a favor. I'm going to paint your house. How you want it? I said, I want the warrior colors. Of course, Lloyd wanted his house painted blue and gold. The colors are his emotional anchor in the wake of tragedy. And the bold paint job even turned out to reward him in a way he wouldn't have guessed. When a rapper named Bizzle wrote an unofficial team anthem called Warriors, he needed a location to shoot the video. And somebody had the idea to make it outside of the home of the number one Warriors fan, Lloyd. 
And guess who came by for the shoot? Superstar Stephen Curry. You can see him in the video jumping alongside Lloyd. Curry right here, look. We did 10 takes of that song. T -t 10 takes of it. The same song that ended the night, I couldn't raise my arm up. Cause, 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 <laughs> you get, were going crazy with that video. Yeah, could be a winning, winning, yeah. winning, winning. Yeah. Now that Lloyd's in his mid 50s, he doesn't go to the games nearly as much as he used to. It's a full-time job taking care of his mother and five dogs, who all live in the Warriors' house. Plus, Lloyd is still dealing with personal hardship. His daughter Tamara is in a coma at Highland Hospital. Yes, you lie. No, I'm glad you lied. I was the game that night had to cut my nerves down what I was going through. Cause it's tough. The Warriors have me got the one. The Warriors are literally helping Lloyd get through his grief. His unrelenting fandom may appear to be a love for basketball, but it's also a mechanism to deal with a lifetime of trauma. The God of my side said, so come to the house, I'm a warrior. The, the warrior man is here. I took all this stuff, and, you know, I'm the warrior man, I'm a warrior in my heart. I've been, I'm a warrior, you know, they work Coliseum. I went to the house, I can feel inside my heart, the warrior. I, I, I took two, two, two deaths, and tough. So now the team is crossing over the bay. And to be honest, Lloyd hates San Francisco, hates the Giants, not a fan of the 49ers. He says he'll just watch the Warriors games on TV. Yeah, we belong in Oakland. That's why I hate to go to San Francisco. It hurts me so bad because I'm not going to go to not one time and go watch the game in Frisco. Will it be the same, watching the Warriors from home? Maybe not. But that doesn't mean Lloyd Cannamore has any intention of painting his house any other colors than blue and gold. That's Marco Seiler Gonzalez. Thanks to Lena Joy for her help with that story. Lloyd represents a lot of Oaklanders feeling bad about the team leaving town. For some, it goes beyond the feels. It's about finances. Coming up on Bounce, we'll visit local businesses around Oracle Arena to see what the Warriors leaving means to them. Well, it will definitely hurt us, yes. Uh, all the businesses in this area, you know, all the hotels, all the stores and restaurants and gas stations. How much business do you get on a game night? Uh, I would say 20% extra or more, yeah, something like that. East Oakland's about to take an economic hit. That's next time on Bounce. Thanks for listening to our series. We'll have new episodes every Wednesday through the end of the season. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and be interactive. Please rate and review us. We want to hear what you think. This podcast is a production of KALW Public Radio. Our theme music was made by Daoud Anthony. Artwork is by David Boyer with Illuminaries. Our team includes Shireen Adel, Gabe Graben, and James Rollins. I'm Ben Trefney. Keep bouncing. Bounce.